Welcome to this episode of Hip Hop History. This week, we are getting into the second album by the iconic group Beastie Boys. Paul's Boutique, released on July 25th, 1989 by Capitol Records, produced by the Dust Brothers. The album is composed almost entirely from samples and was recorded over two years at Matt Dyke's apartment and the record plant in Los Angeles. Paul's Boutique did not match the sales of the group's 1986 debut, License to Ill, and was promoted minimally by Capitol Records. However, it became recognized as the group's breakthrough achievement, with its innovative lyrical and sonic style earning them a position as critical favorite within the hip-hop community. Sometimes described as the Sgt. Pepper of hip-hop, Paul's Boutique has placed on several lists of the greatest albums of all time and is viewed by many critics as a landmark album in hip-hop. Derided as one-hit wonders and estranged from their previous producer Rick Rubin and record label Def Jam, Beastie Boys were in self-imposed exile in Los Angeles during the early 1988 after being written off by most music critics. Following the commercial success of License to Ill, the group was focusing on making an album with more creative depth and less commercial material. The group's previous album had been enormously popular and received critical acclaim among both mainstream and hip-hop music critics. Although its simple, heavy beat, and comically juvenile lyrics led to its label as frat hip-hop, Paul's Boutique was produced with the Dust Brothers, whose use of sampling helped establish the practice of multi-layered sampling as an art in itself. While the Dust Brothers were set on making a hit record, they agreed with the group on producing a more experimental and sonically different record. In total, 105 songs were sampled, including 24 individual samples on the last track alone. The Dust Brothers produced the backing tracks with the intention of releasing an instrumental album, but were persuaded by the Beastie Boys to let them use this for the basis of their album. Contrary to popular belief, most of the sampling for Paul's Boutique was eventually cleared, but at a dramatically lower cost compared to today's rates. According to Sound on Sound, most of the samples were authorized easily and affordably, something that would be unthinkable in today's litigious music industry. Mario, Mario C, called Eddie Jr., engineered on the album, said that we realized we had spent a lot of money in the studio. We spent about a quarter million in rights and licensing for samples. This type of sampling was only possible before Grand Upright Music Limited vs Warner Brothers Records Incorporated, the landmark lawsuit against Biz Marquis by Gilbert O'Sullivan, which changed hip-hop artist approach to sampling. Speaking about the album 20 years later, Adam Yacht said, The Dust Brothers had a bunch of music together before we arrived to work with them. As a result, a lot of the tracks come from songs they had planned to release to clubs as instrumentals. Shake Your Rump, for example, they'd put some beats, bass lines, and guitar lines as these loops together, and they were quite surprised when we said we wanted to write on them, because they thought it was too dense. They offered to strip it down to just the beats, but we wanted all of that stuff on there. I think half of the tracks were written when we got there, and the other half we wrote together. All of the tracks were recorded in Matt Dyke's living room in Los Angeles, with the exception of Hello Brooklyn. The fifth part of the album's final song, B-Boy Bill Obeys, was recorded in Yacht's apartment building in Koreatown, Los Angeles. The location of recording was credited in the album's linear notes as the Opium Den. The recordings for Boss Boutique were later mixed by the Dust Brothers at Record Plant Studios in Los Angeles. The album is named after a store the group made up called Paul's Boutique. On the cover of the album, the group hung a sign saying Paul's Boutique on an existing clothing store called Lee's Sportswear at the corner of Remington and Ludlow Street in Manhattan's Lower East Side. The cover art in Gatefold is a photograph of Ludlow Street, credited to Nathaniel Hornblower, but shot by Jeremy Shatton, who was the original basis for Beastie Boys when they were known as the Young Aborigines. On its initial release, Paul's Boutique was commercially unsuccessful because of experimental and dense sampling and lyricism. In contrast to the group's previous album, License to Ill, it was a commercial disappointment, peaking at only number 24 at the top R&B and Hip Hop Albums chart. The album received a gold certification by the RIAA on September 22nd of its release year. It went on to sell over 2 million copies in January 1999 and was certified double platinum. The album was re-released in a 20th anniversary package remastered and 24-bit audio and featuring a commentary track on January 27th, 2009. Now let's go over the track listing and samples. To All the Girls samples Lauren's Dance by Idris Muhammad. Well, I like being a back from the dead. Chilling 
Shaker Rump Samples, Funky Snakefoot by Alfonso Muzon, Super Mellow by Louis Belson, Shelly Maine, Willie Babo, and Paul Humphrey, Tell Me Something Good by Ronnie Laws, 6 O'Clock DJ Let's Rock, Born to Love You, and Yo-Yo by Rose Royce, Jazzy Sensation by Africa Bambata and the Jazzy Five, Dancing Room Only by Harvey Scales, Get Off by Foxy, That's the Joint by Funky 4 Plus One, Eighth Wonder by Sugar Hill Gang, Unity Part 2 Because It's Coming by Africa Bambata and James Brown, and Rock the House by the B-Boys. Johnny Rael, samples include Mama Miss America by Paul McCartney, One of These Days by Pink Floyd, Magnificent Sanctuary Band by Donny Hathaway, Sharon by David Brumberg, Mr. Big Stuff by Gene Knight, Military Cut Scratch Mix by DJ Grand Wizard Theodore and Kevy Kev Rockwell, AJ Scratch by Curtis Blow, Cool is Back by Funk Incorporated, You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party, and The New Style by The Beastie Boys. Eggman samples include Superfly by Curtis Mayfield, The Murder by Bernard Herrmann, Dance to the Music by Sly and the Family Stone, Drop It in the Slot by Tower of Power, Sport by Lightning Rod featuring Cool and the Gang, Main Title Theme from Jaws by John Williams, I'm Ready To by The Commodores, Egg Raid on Moho by Beastie Boys, and Bring the Noise and You're Gonna Get Yours by Public Enemy. Higher Plains Drifter samples Those Shoes by Eagles, Up on Cripple Creek by The Band, Put Your Love in My Tender Care by Fat Back Band, Susie is a Headbanger by The Ramones, and Your Mama Don't Dance by Loggins and Messina. The Sound of Science samples The End, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, Band Reprise, When I'm 64, and Back in the USSR by The Beatles, Walk from Regios by Isaac Hayes, Get Up, Get Into It, Get Involved by James Brown, Don't Sniff Coke by Pat O'Banton, and My Philosophy by Boogie Down Productions. Three Minute Rule samples include Brave and Strong by Sly and the Family Stone and Feel Good by Fancy. Hey Ladies, Samples Come Let Me Love You, Instrumental by Jeanette Lady Day, Machine Gun by Commodores, Magilla Gorilla by Hoyt Curtin, Holy Ghost by Bar K, Ain't It Funky Now and Funky President by James Brown, Hey DJ by World Famous Supreme Team, The Ballroom Blitz by Sweet, Shake Your Pants by Cameo, Jungle Boogie by Cool in the Gang, So Rough So Tough by Roger, Party Time by Curtis Blow, Pumping It Up, Special Club Mix by P-Funk All-Stars, Jazzy Sensation by Africa Bambata and the Jazzy Five, High Power Rap by Crash Crew, Change the Beat female version by B-Side, Do Wa Diddy Blow That Thing by Zap, and Hush by Deep Purple. Five Piece Chicken Dinner samples Chuck in the Corn by Eric Weisberg and Marshall Brickman. Looking Down the Barrel of a Gun samples Last Bongo in Belgium by Incredible Bongo Band, Put Your Hand in the Hand by Ocean, Mississippi Queen by Mountain, and Time by Pink Floyd. Car Thief samples include Rinnava Plus by Funky Factory, Hurdy Gurdy Man by Donovan, I'll Bet You by Jackson 5, Drop the Bomb by Trouble Funk, and Address to the Crowd by Max Yusker. What Comes Around samples Moby Dick by Led Zeppelin, Put on Train by Gene Harris in the 3 sound, and It's It's Hot Tonight by Alice Cooper.
Zadrat samples Loose Booty by Sly and the Family Stone, Funky Drummer by James Brown, Never Let Him Say by Ballin' Jack, Hot and Nasty by Black Oak Arkansas, Do Your Dance by Rose Royce, King Tim the Third Personality Jock by The Fat Back Band featuring King Tim the Third, For Those About to Rock by ACDC, Say What by Trouble Funk, That's the Joint by Funk 4 Plus One More, Sugar Hill Groove by Sugar Hill Gang, Ask for Janice was a skit, B-Boy Bola Bass, Samples include Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash, That Lady by the Isley Brothers, Lawrence Dance by, by Idris Muhammad, Are You Experienced by Jimi Hendrix, Burundi Black by Burundi Stevenson Black, The Well's Gone Dry by The Crusaders, Ebony Jam by Tower of Power, Draw Your Breaks by Scotty, Save the World by Southside Movement, Let the Music Take Your Mind by Cool and the Gang, Into the Night by Sweet, When the Levee Breaks by Led Zeppelin, New York, New York by John Battles, Chris Alexander, and Adolph Green, Buffalo Gals by Malcolm McLaren, The Pocky A-Way by The Meters, Good Times by, by Chic, High Power Rap by Crash Crew, Good To Go by Trouble Funk, Scenario by Beastie Boys, Rocket In The Pocket Live by Sarone, Starsky Live at the Disco Fever by Love Bug Starsky, Here We Go Live at the Funhouse by Run DMC, Bob Marley Interview from Good Day, My Philosophy by Boogie Down Productions, Change The Beat Female Version by B-Side, and Change The Beat Female Version by B-Side. The Japanese bonus tracks include 33% God and Diss Yourself In 89 Just Do It, Beastie Boys and Dust Brothers with the production, Alan Abrahamson as assistant engineer, Mario McCauley Jr. as engineer, Mike Simpson as producer, turntables and ensemble, the Dust Brothers with production, Mike Dyke was in the ensemble, Ricky Powell, Jeremy Shatton, Nathan Hornblower, and Dominique Watkins all with the photography credit. While Paul's Boutique didn't sell as many copies as their other albums, it is the most impactful. Paul's Boutique was the first album off of Death Jam, off of Death Jam as well, without Rick Rubin proving to everyone that they could still make hits. And the rest of their career tells you that that is a fact anyways. Check it out, sabotage, everything I named in the last episode. So again, we have to thank BC Boys for the walls they broke down and what they did for the hip hop. Thank you Ad Rock, MCA, and Mike D. And thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review where possible. Thank you and have a great day.